With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. Welcome to a very exciting episode of Wrestling World. Because Samoa Joe has returned. But before we get to that, I know what you're thinking. I said the other day that last week would be my last episode for a while because I was going on vacation. But because last night's NXT event was so big, I had to report this news and give you guys a show. I just had to. I couldn't resist. So with that being said, as always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer, and welcome to Wrestling World. Man, I gotta say, I'm surprised that Samoa Joe is back. I am surprised that WWE has pulled the trigger and brought him back. Now, this news broke the other day. Rumors have been going around that Samoa Joe was to be was to possibly be coming back to NXT at some point as a general manager. Now again, before these were just rumors. But now I can officially say on the Wrestling World podcast, this is now confirmed. Samoa Joe is an NXT, but not as a general manager. Now he is sort of a special enforcer. I guess is how we should put it. But William Regal came out tonight and he started talking about how how NXT has become so great and how they have traveled to several different states. Now, during this whole promo of William Regal, he made it sound like he was going to retire. It made it sound like he was going to call call it quits. But then Karrion Cross came out and basically said, you know, admit it, Regal. You can't handle me. I'm too much for you. William Regal, you know, he had us all on the loop there, man, but out of nowhere, we hear Samoa Joe's music hit. And I gotta say, man, I went nuts whenever I heard that music hit. Because that's when I knew that Samoa Joe has returned. Now again, he is a special enforcer. Whether he is to compete at some point, I don't know. 
Now, I do imagine that he may compete. He still is an active wrestler. I don't know whether he has ever been cleared to compete because before WWE had released him from his contract, he was not cleared to compete for in-ring action. But whether he competes or not, the good news is Samoa Joe is back where he belongs and WWE NXT. Now, if you remember, after WrestleMania, they released a ton of wrestlers, including Samoa Joe, and I was irate because Samoa Joe was so talented. And I and many others couldn't believe that he was released from his contract. And this is a guy who should have never been released at all. Apparently, from recent reports that I'm reading, Triple H was the one that wanted to bring Samoa Joe back. Um, apparently, he did not like the fact that Samoa Joe had been released, and he pushed for Samoa Joe to come back. I, for one, am glad, because I was really let down when he was released. I, I never thought he should have been released, but for whatever reason, WWE decided to do that. But the good news is he's back. He is back where he belongs. And I think he'll do great in this new role as a special enforcer. I think this brings a lot of excitement to NXT. And I'm excited. This makes me want to watch NXT every Tuesday just to see what happens. But the show went on and... Samoa Joe offered Regal this deal saying, you know, basically saying people listen to you while I'm here. People will follow your rules. So Samoa Joe being the special enforcer I think is a great deal because not only do we get to continue to see William Regal? But this could possibly lead up to Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe in the near future. Now, I'm not sure. Like I said, whether Samoa Joe is clear to compete or not, I don't know. But I think the next few weeks will be pretty interesting to see what happens. They could be teasing a few. That, you know, I don't know. But this is exciting. This is exciting to see Samoa Joe back on a WWE program. I'm surprised that he, he hasn't went to AEW. Or, or Impact Wrestling. Now, I do know that when a talent is released, they have a 90-day no-compete no compete contract, meaning they can't compete for 90 days or on another promotion. So, it is surprising to me that Samoa Joe came back to WWE and basically gave them another chance and when he could have went somewhere else like AEW or back to Impact Wrestling. I honestly thought Samoa Joe was doing great on commentary. I thought he killed it on commentary. And honestly, I don't even mind if Samoa Joe doesn't compete again. Because as long as he has a role in WWE, I think he'll be fine. Whether that's a manager, an enforcer, on commentary, whatever. It's just good to see Samoa Joe. 
And this makes WWE look a little bit better because they have been releasing a lot of top stars in recent weeks. And Samoa Joe was wrongfully one of them. So this does make WWE look a little bit better. WWE has made amends. So I give them credit. Which is very rare to hear me say anymore, but yeah. This is exciting, guys. You know, I thought NXT started strong with this announcement. I know many of us expected this. Like I said, rumors were going on for weeks that Samoa Joe was returning. I, for one, didn't know if they were true. Um, like I said before in previous episodes about news sources, how we can't trust everything we see online, especially with these wrestling sources. They hear one thing and they report it. Uh, <clears throat> whether they hear anything at all, they report it. A lot of it is just clickbait, especially YouTube. You'll see a lot of clickbait just to grab your attention. Don't fall for that. There are sources to reach out to. There are sources to go by. Ringside News, Sports Kita. These are just my top two. Like I said, I don't report fake news in pro wrestling. If I hear it and I do my research, I know it's true. I will confirm it on here. But like I said, rumors were going on for weeks. I, for one, didn't know what to think. I thought it was all fake. I thought there's no way he's coming back. But surprise, surprise, Samoa Joe has returned. And he looks to be in good shape. And what's cool about him being the special enforcer is William Regal specifically stated that if he is provoked, he can attack. And like we saw tonight, not only did he return, but he attacked Adam Cole. Now knowing the type of character Adam Cole is, he's not going to take that sitting down. So if WWE NXT is smart, and they are booking this, and Samoa Joe is healthy to return to in-ring action, I would love to see Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe. Now there's a lot of talent that Samoa Joe could work with. If you take a look at Eli Drake, a.k.a. L.A. Knight, that would be cool to see him work with, with him as well. Timothy Thatcher, Tommaso Campa, Karrion Cross. Dexter Loomis. These are just guys off the top of my head that it would be cool to see Samoa Joe work with. But it, but it's just it's so cool to see all this new up and coming talent. And with somebody like the knowledge of Samoa Joe, who's been in the business for oh my god, maybe what twenty years. This guy is so knowledgeable. He can only help these guys. He he can help these younger stars. That's why I said it doesn't matter if Samoa Joe wrestles or not because he can have a backstage role and help these younger competitors. He can, you know, WWE can give them the, hit the this role as the enforcer and he can get a little bit of TV time. So any any TV time is good TV time in my in my opinion, but that's just my opinion. But like I said, I, th those are just guys I would like to see him wrestle, but it's not up to me. Now Samoa Joe has had his fair share of injuries in his career. A lot of injuries. I think that maybe derailed his push a little bit when he was on the main roster. Um, 
but he, he definitely had a fair share of injuries. Another reason why I don't mind Samoa Joe not wrestling is because if you think back to when he was on the main roster, he wasn't booked very well. He was mostly booked to lose. I didn't like the way he was booked. Because you know, during his matches, he would, you know, get his ass whooped through half the match, and then either he'd lose or come out on top. But the majority of the time, he'd lose, and that's not the way you book a guy like Samoa Joe. They more or less made this guy look weak in the process on the main roster than anything. The booking of Samoa Joe, I I didn't care for, but. But I will say one good thing about TNA, Impact Wrestling, is that they knew how to book Samoa Joe. And I, I feel like if WWE took some notes on Samoa Joe around that time, I think he would have been a top star. But he just wasn't booked properly. And we all know how the main roster is, you know. So Samoa Joe going in NXT, whether he chooses to compete or not, I could see him being booked properly if so. Because this won't be the main roster, this will be NXT. And if you watch NXT compared to the main roster, you can tell NXT is the more dominant brand than a two-hour show the Monday Night Raw or SmackDown put together. I've said that before. Because it's just better booking. And maybe if Samoa Joe does stick around NXT for a while, maybe he will be booked better. If we ever see him in the ring again. But you have to keep in mind, Samoa Joe is getting older. Just like AJ Styles is getting older. Just like Jeff Hardy's getting older. You know, these guys we grew up watching, they're all getting older. And their days of competing are numbered. But like I said, whether he decides to compete or not, I think having him back is just a good thing. I think WWE really pushed themselves against a wall whenever they released certain talent. But bringing back Samoa Joe, I think, is sort of the light at the end of the tunnel. Because who knows, could they be bringing some more guys back? I heard that they were pushing for Aleister Black to return. That's what I've heard. Like I said, I'm not going to confirm it. That's just what I heard. That's what I'm hearing. That they're, they're pushing for Alistair to return on SmackDown or something, but I don't know for sure. And that would be awesome as well. But if, if for some reason the Alistair Black does return... Could he be going to NXT? I think that'd be the right move. But I don't know. But anyways, guys, back to Samoa Joe. I'm not going to get into Aleister Black at the moment right now. I will get into that later. I don't want to lose focus. <laughs> um, I'm just ecstatic because NXT was such a good show tonight. You know, with the start of Samoa Joe coming back, I thought NXT started strong. And I, I, I thought the show, you know, was, was a good show. You know, it really was. I, th- I thought they started strong. I thought they ended stronger with the main event. Timothy Thatcher, Tommaso Campa versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. I thought that was a good main event. I'm, I'm really impressed by Tommaso Campa. I think he does some good in-ring work. And Timothy Thatcher, I haven't seen much of him. But I did see his match. They had Matt Riddle before Matt Riddle got caught up to the main roster. 
and it was a good match. So yeah, I thought NXT started strong. They ended stronger with that main event. Plus, with NXT bringing Samoa Joe back, this is this could improve ratings. You know, NXT did struggle with the ratings due to AEW being on Wednesday nights and NXT being on Wednesday nights, but with NXT being on Tuesdays and AEW supposedly being on Fridays, I assume now, I don't know. But this could only help NXT even more with Samoa Joe returning. Because right now, I think NXT is without Finn Balor. I think he's taking time off. WWE is giving him time off. They'll bring him back at some point, I assume. So with Finn Balor being gone, a top star like Finn Balor being gone, you have Samoa Joe. Like I said, could we see Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross? We've seen those two guys face-to-face -face in the ring. Could we see that at some point? Could Samoa Joe have another title run in NXT? Of course. But like I said, he's older now, guys. We expected him to return, but we can't expect him to get in the ring. So take it from me. Don't get your hopes up. Just be happy he's back. Like I said, like, man, I did not plan to do this episode. I wanted to take a few weeks off. But I decided to tune into NXT because I... I've seen the rumors going around that Samoa Joe had planned to return. I didn't believe it. I thought, okay, this is clickbait. I turned my TV on. There he is. And it's just so great. I thought NXT was such a good show. And there's a lot of things that I see that stand out in NXT that I, I don't see on Raw or SmackDown. The only things I see that stand out to me on SmackDown are Roman Reigns. Um, and then Monday Night Raw, you have Bobby Lashley and the new pairing of RK Bro and Matt Riddle, but that's the only things that stand out on Raw and SmackDown to me. But when I watch NXT, I could pick things that stand out to me that, that's interesting, that, that really grabs my attention. When I look at Raw and SmackDown, I'm bored to death, man. The show is just boring. Now, Monday Night Raw, I do like the pairing between Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. At first, I was like, I, I can't get behind this, but the more I watch it, the more interesting it is. Whether we see Matt Riddle turn heel, I don't know. I, I hate I hate the fact of, of seeing a potential babyface run for Randy Orton because he's such a good heel. There's no reason to turn him babyface. But... I, I do like the pairing of Matt Riddle and Randy Orton. But that's the main thing to me that stands out on Monday Night Raw. Now, now you do have the Alexa Bliss and the Shayna Baszler stuff. But come on, that, that is so goofy and it is so dumb. It's, it, basically, Alexa Bliss character is run its course and, and Shayna Baszler deserves better. I'm going to leave it at that. But... But it's so dumb to where you can't even watch it. Like, yeah, I think people tune in to see this whole Alexa Bliss stuff, but they just tune in to see how dumb it is. It's not something that you can always sink your teeth into. It's something that grabs your attention, but for the wrong reasons, basically. It's SmackDown, Roman Reigns, and this Rey Mysterio stuff is getting good. Roman Reigns has been a top heel on SmackDown. I think SmackDown is better than Raw at this point. 
um, just for just for the simple fact of Roman Reigns. He's doing a great job as a heel character. Now for Monday Night Raw, back to Monday Night Raw, I will say Bobby Lashley, he's doing great with the, the Bobby Lashley heel character, but he, he's doing great with being a heel, but this whole thing with McIntyre needs to end. He needs to move past this whole McIntyre feud and, and do something else. I, I just, it, it's got no, this should have ended at WrestleMania. This is just, it, it's run its course a long time ago. I honestly don't know why we're seeing these two go at it again, but but who knows, guys. Um, but those are the things that stand out for me on Raw and SmackDown. But if I was to, to say on all three brands, which is better, I'd say NXT because there's so many things that stand out. There's so many things that grab my attention from NXT. So many things that it's just so much more interesting to watch. You know, like I said, NXT started strong and did strong with the main event. But another thing that caught my attention was Eli Drake and Ted DiBiase. Eli Drake, well, I should say L.A. Knight. I'm sorry. I'm not used to the whole name change, but whatever. L.A. Knight is the new million-dollar champion. The million dollar championship belt was reintroduced and this belt was once held by Ted DiBiase and now LA Knight is the new million dollar champion and, and I love LA Knight I love his work as a heel even in TNA he did great work as a heel in TNA and his, his mic skills are just phenomenal. He's, a, he's in perfect shape, good in the ring. He has it all. Um, but pairing him with Ted DiBiase, I, I think, was such a smart move by NXT. Um, I hope this goes forward, honestly. I hope we do see more of Ted DiBiase. But what happened last night, you know... L.A. Knight talking about, you know, you're my hero, this and that. And then he drops Ted DiBiase at the end. Now, that's great, and that's going to get him over as a heel. But honestly, I would love to see Ted DiBiase manage L.A. Knight. You know, manage him. And, and them two just wreck havoc on NXT, man. Um... I think it'd be good booking, not only for LA Knight, but it'd be cool to see Ted DiBiase, you know, on, on, on programming every week, because he's somebody that we, we rarely ever get to see anymore. Even seeing him for these few weeks with the whole Cameron Graham stuff and this LA Knight feud, I think it's been great. Smart booking. And Raw and SmackDown, whoever's writing these shows, they need to take notes from NXT because I've said it before, NXT is the dominant brand, and this is why. Because there's so many things that grab your attention. And NXT is only a two-hour show. Monday Night Raw is a three-hour show. SmackDown is a two-hour show. And I could sit and watch NXT over and over and over again and not get bored where I get to the third hour of Raw and I'm bored out of my mind. I can't wait for it to end. There are times when I sit with my TV on and I don't even watch wrestling. I just listen to it because it is so boring anymore. It's, it's getting harder to watch. I, I, I honestly can't wait for fans to, to come back to the arena so maybe the storylines will be better. But as for right now, you know, we got NXT and the storylines are great. The matches are, are, are good. I was very impressed with what the, the show that NXT put on tonight. And I like the fact that they, they brought Samoa Joe out in the beginning. 
that they didn't wait to the end of the show to bring him out. That's why I said they started off so strong. But that main event was just like the icing on the cake as well. And then having L.A. Knight in the middle of the show, you know, getting that heat when he dropped DiBiase. I thought that was brilliant. Now, like I said, I, I would like to see Ted DiBiase manage L.A. Knight. I think that'd be cool. But L.A. Knight does need to get over the hill. So um, Ted DiBiase taking a few bumps isn't necessarily a bad thing if that means L.A. Knight goes over. Any heat is good heat for a hill, in my opinion. And I love the fact that the Million Dollar Belt was introduced. This is another element that, for NXT that brings more excitement to the brand. Because we now have a new belt to compete for. When LA Knight first came to NXT, I, I know I'm backtracking guys. I'm talking about Samoa Joe and LA Knight and this and that, but I'm trying to make this understandable for you people to, to, to understand, for you guys to understand, because I know I ramble on, but I, I want you guys to understand what I'm saying. Um... I do like the fact they brought the belt back. There was one point when LA Knight came to NXT, had a few matches, was doing great, but then I, I thought that his push would kind of derail a little bit. It, at least it seemed like it. I don't know. But that's definitely what it seemed like. But now that they reintroduced this new title belt, this is more exciting. Because not only does this give them, like I said, a new belt to compete for, but this is a belt that, that Ted DiBiase once held. And, and this is a belt that has some history. I would like to see NXT reintroduce some older belts as well like so they should continue doing this like um hmm what other what other belts can they reintroduce um what if stone cold was to return and you know have his belt you know um the skull that smoking skull title that'd be pretty cool i mean i guess but I don't know. That's a little bit of fantasy booking for you there. <laughs> um, but I really, I really like this new element that they're adding. Like I said, I think bringing Ted DiBiase back was a smart move. I do like the whole rivalry between LA Knight and Cameron Grimes as well. Cameron Grimes is very talented. Um, if you don't know who Cameron Grimes is, he used to go by Trevor Lee in Impact Wrestling. He was trained by Shane Helms. He had a pre pretty decent run in Impact before coming to NXT. So if you haven't, haven't seen his early work, check him out because he is very entertaining to watch. And I, I do think he makes a good heel. Even though I do believe he's a baby face. Yeah, appa apparently now he's a baby face with um, LA Knight being the hill. Which, whether Cameron Grimes is a baby face or a hill, he definitely can get over. I wouldn't even mind seeing him come to the main roster at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if, if when they have the draft that Cameron Grimes does come to the main roster. And, and the draft is coming up soon, guys. So we could see some NXT guys come to the red and blue brand. Where hopefully 
they don't get booked like shit like half of the talent but with fans coming back to the arena hopefully this means things will be will be better I am hoping that during the draft that they do include NXT in this draft. But we shall see. Another person I hope they include in this draft is Keith Lee. Somebody who's been missing for the last few weeks. Now, I have read reports, and this is rumors, that... Vince McMahon does not like Keith Lee. I, I don't believe that's true. I did hear that he was going through some type of injury. But there are a lot of rumors going around about Keith Lee, and nobody knows what is going on at the moment. I do know when he was first kept off of TV, it was an injury. But then it's been months and months since we've seen Keith Lee. And I even think he's been gone even before WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I do believe that he hasn't been on TV since before WrestleMania. So, I'm, I'm very confused on what, what their plans are for Keith Lee. But this has to worry you. Because could with the budget cuts and the releases that have been happening... In recent weeks, could we see somebody like Keith Lee get released from his contract? Honestly, if WWE doesn't decide to use him soon, I do believe we will be seeing Keith Lee get released. Sad to say, but with all the new talent coming up to the main roster, it very well could happen. Now, like I said, I'm not I'm not confirming this. This is just rumors. But we all know when talent does not get used for a long period of time, they eventually end up not being on TV at all, and they get released. It sucks, but I mean, what can you do? It's funny I'm talking about this now because Triple H recently just spoke to, to someone about um, talent being released, how they're not used properly. And he compared it to the NFL. And I don't know along the lines of what he said, but I, I do recall him saying that some talent sits on the bench Um, something like that. They're not playing for their team. Some, something like that. But he did compare talent not being used to the NFL and how the NFL is ran, which I found interesting. Because I once compared WWE to the NFL in my podcast on this show. Strange coincidence, right? But I don't know. But as for Keith Lee, I, I just, I, I hope that WWE decides to use him eventually. With the draft coming up, we, we'll see, there, but there has been no, no news on Keith Lee. There's been no mention of him on either Raw or SmackDown. I don't know. But these are just rumors right now. That's just what I'm reading. I'm not going to confirm anything. If you guys hear anything on Keith Lee, please message me and let me know. I would like to know your thoughts on what you think he will be doing next. Could he potentially go somewhere else like AEW? Of course, but as far as I know, he's still under contract with WWE. Um, for how long, I don't know. Like I said, with all these recent budget cuts, anything can happen at this point. But, you know, SummerSlam is around the corner, so with SummerSlam being one of the biggest pay-per-views of the summer, 
and having fans in attendance for the first time in a year, we could see some big returns like Heath, we maybe Alistair Black, and among some other names. So we'll just have to be patient at this point. That's all we can do. Speaking of SummerSlam, guys, and big returns, one return I am hoping for is the return of the fiend Bray Wyatt. Now, we haven't seen Bray Wyatt since the day after WrestleMania when he appeared in the Firefly Funhouse, saying that, that the Firefly Funhouse will be reborn, reinvented, and, he, and that he will return. That was the day after WrestleMania, and we haven't seen him since. But I have some big news. If you haven't heard it, You'll hear it here from Wrestling World. Bray Wyatt apparently is being kept off TV on purpose for unknown reasons. But he does not have heat backstage. He is very well liked, according to reports. And Ringside News reported this. Sports Gear reported this. Like I said, these sources are very creditable. But again, they are sources. But Ringside News and Sports Kita, like I said, they're, they're very credible, and I, I do trust this source. So I do go, go by a lot of what they say. But apparently Bray Wyatt is very, very well-liked backstage, and he's being kept off TV on purpose. Which makes me wonder, you know, could he be gearing up for a SummerSlam return? SummerSlam being the biggest pay-per-view of the summer, of the summer, the biggest event. It only makes sense for WWE to hold off on his return until fans come back to the arena. Because Brave Wyatt is that type of character that you can keep off TV for several months and have him return and he will get a huge pop because the fans will miss him. The fans want to see him. WWE, they need to book him like The Undertaker. Keep The Undertaker off TV. For, keep him off of TV until there is a special appearance. A, a special match or so. Yes, we could see Firefly Funhouse segments, but keep The Fiend off of television every week. So Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's disappearance, it, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Because this will only make fans miss him more. Now, a lot of us were concerned about him being released, me, me as well. I was very concerned about Bray Wyatt being released because a lot of you who listen to my podcast, you probably know this by now, I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan. Been a, I've been a Bray Wyatt fan since his Eater of Rose gimmick. He's a very talented man. He's very talented on the mic. This guy is a genius with this character and he's pulled it off so well. No matter what you think of this character, he, he's done a great job. Now, when they paired him with Alexa Bliss, that th those guys killed it. But now, it, it seems like they are trying to get Alexa Bliss over. Um, they're, they're doing what they can. And I believe that once they get her over and once they, they build her character up, I think Bray Wyatt will return. But, again, I don't know. The only thing I can I can think of of why he he's been kept off of TV is because they they want a live audience. They want a worthy return that's worth watching, and it makes so much more sense, guys. 
for Bray Wyatt to return in front of fans. A special character like The Fiend. I just, I don't see WWE having him return without the fans. It just, it, it makes perfect sense for him to return in front of a live crowd. That's the only thing I could think of of why they would keep him off of TV. Like I said, don't listen to the ports about him getting released and all this stuff. Like I said, most of it is just clickbait. They want to grab your attention. They want to piss you off. Be careful, guys. From now on, I will be your trusted source. If you want to hear news regarding pro wrestling of any promotion, let me know. I do want to branch out, though, and, and talk about more promotions soon, like Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling and promotions like that because I, I don't necessarily get to do that. Ring of Honor, I do catch Ring of Honor sometimes, but I, I don't catch it every week. It, I, I believe it's on Sunday, every Sunday, but I'm not sure. But Ring of Honor is a very good show, and I've always enjoyed it. I never understood why it was only an hour long. I do believe it should be longer than that. But Ring of Honor got great talent like the Briscoes, Jay Lethal. Um, who else? Um, um, man. But they, they got... I can't think of a lot of their talent off the top of my head. Because when I think of Ring of Honor, I think of the older guys. Like when they started out, like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Christopher Daniels. Guys like that who started out in Ring of Honor. Like when I when I think of Ring of, Ring of Honor, that's who comes to mind is the older guys. Jeff Hardy even had a stint in Ring of Honor. You know, Shane Taylor's another one in Ring of Honor. Kev Kevin Owens was, was one in Ring of Honor. He went under the ring name of Kevin Steen at the time. Which is, I, I believe, his real name, actually. But Ring of Honor is something that I've always enjoyed, even younger. I believe I started watching Ring of Honor in, around 2007. But I've always believed it was it was a better brand than like Impact Wrestling, even though Impact Wrestling was good back in the day. But I believe that Ring of Honor was just the, the more better brand promotion, I should say. But like I said, I, I would like to branch out, guys, and, you know, talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't get that channel. I would have to watch it on YouTube. The only problem with doing that is I don't know um, what's up to date. So I'd, I'd really have to do some research. It, it, it would take me a while. I got a buddy who watches New Japan Pro Wrestling. He watches the independent circuit. I do my best to watch the indies to pay attention to the independent circuit. It's just there's so much to pay attention to. I would like to have some more indie guys on my podcast as well. Some more professional wrestlers talk about their careers and what they've done in pro wrestling. But there is so much I want to do. Like This is just the beginning. I started this in October, and, and I honestly love it. I didn't think that I would be doing this for as long as I, I would. I honestly thought that I would get bored talking to you guys but honestly I don't I, I love talking to you guys I love the fact that you listen I love the fact that I get messages saying that they you people love my podcast it means so much I love keeping you guys up to date with what's going on and I try to be the you know 
a, a good credible source for pro wrestling. I don't I don't want to be like those other sources that give you false news because I, I like I said I know it's frustrating. And the last few weeks have been frustrating for pro wrestling because all all the budget cuts in WWE. But, like I said, with Samoa Joe returning, could we see other people return like Aleister Black or Braun Strowman? Which I really can't see Braun Strowman returning. I guess that's a bad example. But could it be possible? Could it be possible for Strowman to return? I don't know. I really don't think so, but that's just off the top of my head. I, but I really don't know. Oh, and before I forget, Lana. C.J. Perry. Who we all know as Lana in WWE. Apparently has some dirt on Vince McMahon and WWE behind the scenes. That she is threatening to tell all about what goes on behind the curtain. Now, I don't know what she's talking about. I don't think anybody really knows what she's talking about. But apparently she has threatened Vince McMahon to, to spill some secrets. Which, if she does that, okay. You know, good for her. But this is a company that's employed you for so many years, employed you and your husband for so many years. Honestly, I feel since she's got released, I feel that she is bitter that she's been released. I don't, I don't know. There's always that possibility she can go to AEW and work with her husband. Maybe they could start like a new recent day or something. I don't know. That was big in WWE, man. They, they. Dropped the ball with that, that Rusev Day stuff with Aiden English. But I wish Miro the best in AEW. I did, I did say before I didn't care for his booking in AEW, but apparently he is the TNT champion, I believe. I could be, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, please, guys. Um... Like I said, I try to stay up to date with it. I don't get everything right. I'm not an encyclopedia, I know. But um, if I'm ever wrong and you hear me say something that may not be true, um, please correct me. Like I said, I, I try to be up to date for you guys. I try to pay attention to everything pro wrestling. There's, there's so much out there, and I, I try to catch up on everything. might take me a few weeks, but I'll definitely get there. But if you guys know any indie wrestlers who are looking for a platform to speak on, please have them contact me, and I will have them on the show. Or if you were just a fan and you want to talk about pro wrestling, please hop on. I'm always down to talk about anything about pro wrestling. Talk about your childhood, what's your favorite wrestler, simple stuff like that. Just a simple chat, you know. But like I said, guys, I have so many plans for this podcast. And I didn't even plan this episode today. It was just the fact that Samoa Joe returned. I had to report it and and speak about it. Because whatever role he, he plays... NXT, I think it will be big. It will be something to look forward to in the next few weeks. And in the long run, this will benefit NXT the longer they keep Samoa Joe around. Depending on what they do with him, I don't know. But we got to be patient, like I said, guys. But he does look to be in good shape. He does look like he could be possibly medically cleared to return to the ring. 
I would love to see him wrestle Karrion Cross. I would love to see, you know, Samojo versus Finn Balor. And this is just like fantasy booking right now, guys, but hopefully hopefully we could see him in the ring again. You know, maybe maybe that door is open, I don't know. But this is awesome. Hopefully Raw and SmackDown, man. Hopefully whoever's writing Raw and SmackDown, they take a few notes. Because I don't know what they got planned for SummerSlam, but hopefully it's better than what they're putting out now. Now I have heard that WWE is pushing for shorter pay-per-views. Don't know whether this to be true. That's what I've heard. And honestly, this doesn't seem like a bad idea because the pay-per-views, they can, they can seem like they're lasting for hours. Especially with how, you know, the main roster is rolling SmackDown and the way things are booked. With Monday Night Raw being like it is, you can't get to the third hour without falling asleep. At SmackDown, yeah, SmackDown is a better brand, I assume, but you have Roman Reigns, and then you have like the stuff he's doing with Mysterio's. Now that's great, but nothing else to me really stands out on SmackDown. So that they gotta pull the rabbit out of the hat for SummerSlam and do better or else you know the fans they're going to be the ones restless when they're sitting in their seats begging for their money back WWE has to do better with storylines I mean they just have to there's no if ands or buts it's it's they have to keep us intrigued. And with the draft coming up, like I'm excited for the draft because we could see Raw stars go to SmackDown like every year. We could see NXT men and women show up, you know. There's a lot of possibilities here. I'm hoping NXT isn't clear than the draft. I don't see why they wouldn't be, as they have been for previous years. But that's just my guess. I don't know what they're planning for right now. But the fact that we're getting live crowds again soon is another thing that's exciting. For WWE, at least, it's exciting. Now, me, honestly, I haven't been to a live show in years. Like, since I was a little kid, I haven't been to a live show. Honestly, I'm more happy with just watching it on TV. The way the booking is now for Monday Night Raw, you couldn't pay me to go to a live show. I couldn't sit there for three hours. I'd fall asleep. I couldn't. I really couldn't. Um, which... I, I just, I'm hoping that this lights a spark in creative and they, they give us something to look forward to come SummerSlam. I do expect some big returns, and I, I, I do hope that they put on a good show. I don't see why they wouldn't. This is the first pay-per-view back since last year. And another thing I like to point out, you know, before we get off this, I want to talk about Bray Wyatt again for a second. Another thing I want to point out is that it would also make sense for Bray Wyatt to return at SummerSlam because that's when The Fiend made his debut at the SummerSlam pay-per-view. 
So another reason why they could be holding off on Bray Wyatt is they're waiting for SummerSlam. That's something I forgot to mention a few minutes ago when we were talking about Bray Wyatt. Um, was the fact that he debuted at SummerSlam against Finn Balor. That's a little something I forgot to mention. I'm, I apologize for that. <laughs> it is 5.58 in the morning and I am running on maybe two hours of sleep. So bear with me, guys. <laughs> Um, like I said, guys, I want to thank you all for listening. That's all I have to say for the day. Like I said, this episode was not planned, but I'm very happy I did it. I will not be releasing an episode for the next few weeks. Like I said, I am going on vacation. And I will be back here shortly in the next few weeks with a new episode. But please listen to the episodes that I just recently released. This is the third episode that I released in the last few weeks. So I usually do three episodes a month. So please give this a listen. And I just want to say thank you guys. Good night. God bless. I'll see you in a few weeks. Take care, guys. Bye.